Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Now, a dramatic reading. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. <laughs> Dude. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Wow. Wow. All right. Is that good? A dramatic reading of the, what year is this? God, what year is this? Seriously. What year uh, did it come 1997, out? 1997. The uh, Barbie Girl song by Aqua. Mike, I admitted on the radio station last week that I openly danced to this song in high school. Oh yeah, man. I I danced to it. It, it was it was it was fun, dude. This is like uh Big Butts, dude. Like Sir Mix-a-Lot, you know? Just a classic. Yeah, except for Big Butts was like before our time. Like this is our time. Like 97 we would have been sophomores. Freshman sophomores depends what month it came out but yeah we would have danced it like the winter formal or something you know i it's horrible it's atrocious but anyways um you don't have facebook or you never go on it uh i don't know if i ever shared this with you did i no i sent it with you i sent it to you the interview that took place our senior year of high school where they were asking people about their like favorite song or whatever and some new york like professor of like sociology or something like shared it and it was our high school in 1999 like it was our graduating class what no no i didn't. thought i sent this to no, you no you didn't send it to me what but what, what was the result no it was just this video clip that they s- sent out on tiktok and it had like millions of views and like i legit knew a couple of people in the video <laughs> what yeah it was weird dude it was wild i thought for sure i sent this to you I don't think you did, dude. I don't think you did. Oh, yeah, shit. You might have, and I just ignored it because, you know, it's me. But, wow. True. Uh, it was our class, huh? Yeah. I knew a couple of the people. I'm sure you probably knew even more because, you know, for those of you who don't know uh, Mysterious Mike Talent, he wasn't mysterious and he was still talented, but he just wasn't mysterious and everybody knew him in high school. He was Mr. Popular. I knew a couple people. Uh, back then, uh, he was known as Just Mike. Yes, I wasn't as mysterious. Yeah, Just Mike. Instead of Just Ken, it was Just Mike. <laughs> yeah, Just Ken. Nice. Well, nice nice right, reference, so, Matt. Yeah, you like that? I got it? Okay, all right. I was just trying to make sure you got it. So anyways, okay, welcome everyone We'll stop with the shenanigans. Mike, I will have to send that to you. I seriously thought I sent it to you. It was freaking weird. Very weird. weird. But anyways, uh, Real Film Nerds podcast, episode number 334, the podcast that will not die. Uh, This week, we are talking about the smash hit that continues to print money known as Barbie. Mike, uh, why don't you go ahead and break down this just money-making machine all right so uh this movie was directed by greta uh gerwig and written by greta gerwig and noah um bumback 
And it's starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Issa Rae, Kate McKinnon, and uh, uh, Michael Sarah in America Free, uh, Fiera. Ferrara. Ferrara. You were close. And uh, this movie, Matt, uh, I'm, I'm going to do something a little different for the summary of it. Uh-oh. Uh, ho- hopefully it works out okay. Um, so I'm going to ask the AI what to give us a review. The, a review or a summary? A summary of it. Okay, because those are two very different things. Yeah, yeah, summary. So, so uh, Barbie is a 2023 fantasy comedy film directed by Greta Gerwig and starring Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ryan Gosling as King. The film follows Barbie's journey of self-discovery uh, after she suffers a crisis that makes her question her world and her existence. So, Mike, thoughts? Did the AI do better than you? Or IMDb? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, it's close. Yeah, uh, IMDb says Barbie suffers a crisis that leads her to question her world and her existence. And that's the official uh, statement from... um, uh, Who produced this movie? Sony? Uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. I knew it was one of the big ones. Yeah, so... uh, I don't know. I, I think it's... It's it's decent, um, but the uh, I like this movie, man. I know it's 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 a weird movie, but I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I think it was missed potential. Okay, all right. Well, what do you think was missed about it, dude? The story's not very good. I don't think the story is very good at all. Um, I think that's where it really fell apart. I think the acting was fantastic especially Ryan Gosling, he was he stole the show. He was hilarious. Uh, Margot Robbie is Barbie. Like, she is. Like, you can't get a better fucking casting than Margot Robbie. Um, I just... I, I think the plot just fell short, and it fell short hard. Um, Kate McKinnon as the, uh, what, weird Barbie? or we- Weird Barbie, yeah. Weird Barbie, yeah. That that was spot on. Kate McKinnon is the perfect choice to do that. Uh, that Barbie was one of my favorites. It was hilarious. It was just fantastic. O- overall, I-, I think this movie was mediocre at best. But there's a lot of really, really good elements. Now... Obviously, the world thinks differently because it's making a gajillion dollars. I just think its message is way too in your face at times and way too subtle at other times. There's just extremes, both sides. There's not really a middle when it comes to what they're trying to say with this film. So we can get into that more into the spoiler section because that uh, is going to ruin the movie when I start talking about uh, my thoughts on why I say that, but be that here nor there, Mike, you say it's an incredible movie. Tell me why. Um, I just had a good time with it, man. Uh, I don't know. It's, I didn't really know what to expect really at all. Um, I had seen a trailer or two, but I hadn't really seen a ton of trailers. And I just thought, you know, uh, Mar- Margot Robbie's in it and 
Ryan Gosling, you know, Mr. Hey Girl. And I was like, well, why not? Let's go see what it is. I hadn't seen, I don't think I've seen anything with Ryan Gosling since La La Land, maybe? Was, what about Nice Guys? Is it, didn't Nice Guys come out after La La Land or was that before? I think that was before, yeah. Because Nice Guys was really good. I, yeah, I like nice, that movie. Yeah, ni- Nice Guys was good, but I think La La Land was after. And, uh, you know, Mr. Gosling got a little bit of uh, some some dancing in this movie, but uh, I guess I'll save that for the spoilers. But, um, yeah, no, I... I don't know, man. I just had a good time with this movie, dude. I, I really liked... What was the character's name? Was it Alan? Yeah, uh, Michael Sarah's character. Yeah, I just thought that was... Like, it's just... I don't know. There's just things in this movie that were kind of fun. Um, dude, I'm not arguing against that. I agree with you 100%. There's a lot of fun elements in this film. But, you know, for me, it's story. Story is always a big deal, and what they're trying to say with it and how they're going about it just falls flat. It falls flat hard for me. I, I think it's very mixed messaging. Okay. Uh, I thought it was fairly straightforward, but yeah, I got, I got you, dude. Oh, I will, yeah. I will explain, Mike. But first, we have another incredible giveaway. Oh, all right, dude. What do we got? Well, Mike, this is a first for us. Um. It's basically a gift card or gift cards, I think you would say, to Fandango. So you can buy movie tickets. Oh, that's awesome, dude. That's really cool. I mean, we we definitely advocate for going to the movies. So what a great uh, prize. Well, it's not Blu-rays. It's not digital codes. I guess it's a digital code because that's how it's going to be delivered to me. But uh, I'm going to have a handful of codes to give away that's basically um, free money to buy movie tickets. I mean, how freaking awesome is that from Fandango? That's super awesome, dude. And I mean, everybody has Fandango. I mean, you know, I know Harkins here takes it. I know Picture Show takes it. You know, you just buy it on the app. It's, It's awesome. So, okay. So here's the question I would like our listeners to answer by emailing Mike at realfilmnerds.com because it's Mike at realfilmnerds.com because he needs to do something other than uh, just talk. Hey, I fixed the email. You did. You did. Mike did do something other than talk for once. I'm sorry. I take that back. I retract my statement. Okay. It's been a couple weeks, so we need Mike to do something else. But uh, what I want you to do is tell us, and it doesn't matter the company, the brand, whatever, we're not going to put it out there. I will say mine, but uh, tell us your favorite movie theater that you go to or have been to in the past. Oh, yeah, dude. That's 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 a good one, dude. That's That's a really good one. So the one I would love to put out there is the original Cine Capri, but I never got to go there. Uh, I heard wonderful things, but it was long gone by the time I was conscious enough to go check it out. Uh, they have a shadow of the original Cinecree down in Scottsdale, but uh, I'll say that one. But uh, next to that, I will say my local Harkins. It's uh, Harkins Prescott Valley 14. Oh, very cool, dude. Very, very cool. Um, I guess for me, uh, I'll throw in my two cents. Uh, I tend to go to uh, a Cinemark in in my neck of the woods, uh, and I actually used to work for Cinemark, so it's kind of interesting. 
Yeah, the theater still back home is Cinemark, and it's the only theater left. All the other theaters closed down now. So they only have Cinemark, which kind of sucks for Ma Hinshaw, because if they don't get a movie, she at least she likes to do this because she likes to travel. Uh, she has to go to Tucson to see the movie if Cinemark doesn't get it. So my nephew doesn't like it because he's the one that has to drive. But uh, my mom likes it. She loves going to Tucson. So, all right, if you want to be entered into our drawing to win... I'm not going to tell you how much, but it's enough for a movie ticket, at least one, um, from Fandango. Go ahead and email Mike at realfilmnerds.com, your favorite movie theater, or the one you frequent most, or both. All right, dude. Awesome. Awesome. That's really cool. Uh, thanks, Fandango, for uh, hooking us up with this, uh, uh, what are they, gift cards or digital codes? Whatever digital, they are. I think, I think they're digital, like, coupon gift card codes. Okay. So, Awesome. Alrighty. So here is my business. Heading to the movies? Reserve your seat before the show on Fandango. Find times, read reviews, and buy tickets to your favorite theater fast and easy on the Fandango app or on Fandango.com. See what's playing near you. Watch the trailers. Grab your seat. All that's left is choosing butter or no butter, as if that's a tough decision. Every movie, every feeling, every time. That's Fandango. Your one stop before showtime. Buy your movie ticket now on the Fandango app or Fandango.com. All right, dude, Matt. It's true. Butter or no butter? What, 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 what do you go with, dude? Oh, dude, I'm butter all the way. But, and I know they hate this shit, but I ask for it every time, layered butter. Oh, you do layered. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. We as a former uh, worker of of the popcorn i i definitely hate you <laughs> yep i know they hate it but the word has gotten out and everybody does it here it's it's layered butter man you know they put a little popcorn butter a little more popcorn butter that way you get the butter all the way through mm-hmm. all right all right i mean i agree it it does it does disperse the butter in a manner that you are uh wanting it's just uh it's a pain for us uh or, or for us former employees or employees well luckily they don't do it too bad they don't do it a lot like they put in some popcorn and some butter then they throw in some more popcorn and some more butter and then they fill it and then put in more so it's not like they do it a whole lot i'm not like a demanding dick but you know one thing i, I miss and you know you've talked about it because you've had to order them is the um the seasonings like they pretty much have done away with the seasonings. You have to buy them from the concession stand now, and they are not cheap. Well, dude, uh, yeah, no, I the 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 popcorn seasonings. Uh, I used to, I used to be in charge of ordering them for my particular theater, and I had to order a lot of it, dude. And it wasn't cheap back then. Like, I was always like, we give this away for free. Why? Well, they don't now, and that was thanks to COVID. They did it all the way up until COVID, at least at my Harkins. So I, I miss that. I liked the combination of ranch and uh, white cheddar. Yeah, dude, the, the, those are probably the the most uh, popular uh, kinds. And, and you're right, Matt. Uh, I do need to know what you're drinking this fine morning, evening, or afternoon. <sighs> oh, Mike, you nailed it. I, I was just trying to say, you know what goes good with buttered popcorn is a beer. That's true, yes. 
Anyways, Mike, I am drinking my leftovers from my vacation, not vacation, uh, Michelob Ultras. I still have several. And I don't know if they're legal because they are uh, California beers, and I brought them back home to Arizona. So maybe they're illegals. Or maybe they're refugee beers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Matt. But they, you know, they might be trying to tax you some more. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's one thing that kind of freaks me out over there. You you got to make sure to re- bring your own shopping bags because they charge you. It's like a quarter for each bag. They're really trying to keep people from using plastic bags there, and they're succeeding. Oh, yeah, man. I think if if, if it started charging 25 cents everywhere around the country, everybody would be like, no, here's my bag. Yeah, well, I just don't understand. Mike, not to date myself, but I mean, back in the day, you know, we used to get groceries in paper bags. What's wrong with paper bags? Uh, nothing. I, I think the grocers stopped carrying the paper bags. I think they cost too much. Oh, okay. Well, I can, I can understand that. So, okay. I will not get us too off topic because that's pretty extreme off topic. But, um, anyways, uh, mysterious Mike talent. What is today's just God awful dad joke? Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you what I was drinking. Oh, hell yeah, you did. Mike, detract that. Go back. Rewind it. Mike, what IPA? Come on. All right. Rewinding. Uh, so uh, I'm drinking the uh, Sweetwater uh, IPA. Just plain old IPA. Ah, you still have more of those. Yeah. It's okay. I understand. I got lots of... I only bought like a 24-pack of Michelob Ultra, but I intended on drinking several of those on the beach. And, you know, you don't drink them on the beach if you don't go to the beach, so I didn't. Did you go to the beach at all? I hope you did. I didn't. I didn't make it to the beach once. It's very sad, man. Very sad. I know. I'm very upset about it, and it was out of my control why I didn't go. I had two days set aside, and I, instead of going to the beach, had to come home early. Hmm. It was out of my control. It was out of my control. And I will try not to rake Ma Hinch over the coals over it in her podcast, but we'll see. Oh, that's disappointing, dude. All right. All right. I'm ready for the dad joke. Are you ready, man? Okay. So now let me ask Mike, what is this week's just incredible dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. In uh, honor of uh, Paul Rubin's uh, death, I have. Have you heard of the band 1023 Megabytes? No. They haven't got a gig yet. Wow. (laughs) Is that one of his jokes or something? No, no. I was just just trying to throw in some recent news. Okay, yeah, well, dude, that's sad. I mean, you know, I was a big fan of Pee Wee Herman, and he wasn't that old. I mean, both my parents are older than him. He was 70. Yeah, but but Matt, 70s getting older. I mean, we're getting older. Remember what we thought 70 was when we were kids? I try not to think when I was a kid. I try not uh, to think uh, now. Okay, well, to me, I I would have thought they were ancient. (laughs) So, so Mike, what you're saying is 50 is the new 25, but 70 is the new 105? Sure. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Ma, so you're 176 or something because you've made it past 70. I'm sorry, Ma. 
I don't know, dude. Yes, I don't think 70 is that old, but I mean, uh, I don't know. What is old, Matt? I'd say 85 plus is old. Okay. 85 plus. People call me old. Uh, You yourself would call yourself old. I am old. (laughs) I got gray hair, Mike. It's terrible. It's atrocious. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that that happens, man. That happens with age. I'm old, fat, and gray, and bald. It. I'm not bald. Yeah, you're not I'm bald, bald, dude. No, I'm bald ing. Oh uh, no, I see some hair. You just uh, get that Rogaine, dude. Uh, shit don't work. <laughs> Anyways, okay, we're gonna get back on topic, Mike. This is getting very uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't want to talk about age. All right, all right. No more age. Yeah, we're not watching the movie Old. Which, Forever dude, Have you seen that yet? No, dude, I haven't, dude. Oh, you need to watch it. It's not great, but the story's interesting. The story's really interesting. That's that's what makes it decent. Um, but uh, uh, speaking about interesting stuff, uh, here's another one you probably haven't seen. I just watched a couple episodes, and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, Twisted Metal, the TV show. Oh, dude, uh, is that out? Yeah, it's on the cock. It was okay. It's not bad. It, I mean, it's cheesy and goofy, but I mean, it's kind of fun. I like it. Honestly, I do. But you know, I'm a big fan of cars and guns and explosions. So you're not going to go wrong with me on that. Well, I mean, I kind of wonder how they would make that into a, a uh, like a show or, or something. So I'm interested in seeing it. It doesn't have um, uh, what's his face from uh, the MCU. In it, yeah, he's the main character. Um, I think it's David Mackey. Yeah, that's that. That sounds right. Yeah, um, he's the uh, um, Falcon and slash um, new Captain America. Yep, yep. Yeah, he's great. He's actually pretty fun. Like he has some. He's not the best comedic actor, but he's pretty decent. And so far, again, I'm I'm nowhere near towards the end. They un- unleashed all ten episodes at once. I've only watched uh, one and a half. But uh, okay, I can tell you the premise. I'll try not to talk too long because we got Barbie to still talk about. But um, the premise is the world was ravaged by a computer virus that destroyed all banking systems, uh, electrical systems, water systems, blah blah blah. Basically, pushed everyone back into the Stone Age kind of thing, right? Okay. So indi- right. individual metropolitan areas decided to build walls around themselves and throw all of the criminals outside of the walls. And so we're talking there's San Francisco, there's uh, Chicago, you know, all the major metropolitan cities, right? And so they threw out all criminals, all of them. And so there's the these wastelands in between these cities. And so there are people that are hired to drive goods and services between the cities in their cars mounted with machine guns and stuff. And uh, uh, I have to look up his name. David Mackey does not sound right. But he's the main <laughs> character, and he's driving from one city to the other. He basically runs like this route of dropping stuff off coastal cities from like San Diego to like San Francisco and L.A. and stuff like that. And so that's what it is. And uh, everyone is outlaws outside of that. And some are trying to do justice and some are just trying to do mayhem. And they call the delivery drivers milkmen. 
the delivery drivers. Sorry, I can't speak. Uh, Anthony Mackey. Anthony Mackey. See, I said David Mackey. Anthony Mackey. God damn it. Um, it, Close it, enough. Uh, no, dude, that, that actually sounds plausible. It's kind of a, like a... Uh, it's a post-apocalyptic war- word world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of road road warrior Mad Max ish. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that should be fun. Uh, I've enjoyed one and a half episodes, so I will report back when I watch the rest of it. And they're quick. They're thirty minutes, and it is only made for streaming services. So there's lots of cussing, lots of blood, guts, and gore. Now awesome. it's cheesy blood, guts, and gore. It's not high end shit. But it's still fun. <laughs> it's not high end. All right. <laughs> no, like the blood looks like jello. You know, it just does not look right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, back back to the movie at hand, man. Back to the movie at hand. Okay. So, Mike, um, we're, we still haven't made it to this. Uh, speaking of Anthony Mackie, there you go. Mike, how does Barbie relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, Matt, thanks for asking. Uh, one of our many kins in the movie, uh, played by uh, Simu Liu. Simu Liu. Simu Liu. Uh, he was in uh, Shang-Chi um, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. It was a pretty easy one, Mike. Pretty easy one this week. Yeah, I mean, last week was too. I mean, we had Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer. I mean, all right. Iron Man. You're getting spoiled, Mike. Hopefully next week's movie will prove much, much more difficult. So, okay. We are now in said spoiler section about Barbie. So if you don't want it spoiled, go ahead and click off now, all three of you. Um. Mike, uh, do you want me to kick this off and start explaining how it's co- very contradictory? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit me, man. Hit me. Okay, so the producers and people of the film are Mattel, right? Correct. So Mattel has these big CEO bigwigs that are in this film, which I think could have been completely removed. I think it's a horrible subplot. It shouldn't have been in there. I don't think it did much. And... um. So the large corporation is trying to keep the world separate from Barbie world, but they go back into that world and bring Barbie back to the real world with them because she wanted to be in the real world instead of in Barbie land. So like if, Barbie land is so great and awesome and their women are ruling the world and all this other stuff and these giant corporations completely run by men and you're okay to come back to that world even though in Barbie world the whole plot of the entire movie is getting control back from the Kens but yet you voluntarily go back to the world that is run by men and a patriarchy and all that other stuff uh so yeah but i think she wanted to do it to help other women become more like barbie world i think 
There's no indication of that in the film. I think it's implied. Okay. But, but so, okay. So I, I started with one contradictory and morphed into another one. Mattel is the ones that put this out. Mattel is making fun of themselves. Mattel has all these men in this woman push generated film running Mattel, which is true. It has been true. I, I, I know you know this, Mike. Uh, one of my roommates in college, his dad at the time was the vice president of Mattel. I don't know if he is now, but his dad was back then, 20 some odd, 25 years ago almost now, which was really weird because his dad was a short little boxer guy. He's kind of a dick, but besides the point. <laughs> all right, all right, um, all right, continue. You, you have this giant corporation putting out this movie about women's power and women's rights and you know all that stuff but yet their entire corporation that they run and they make fun of is all men running it so there's a massive contradiction there why not start from the inside on their own and have women on their board um i don't know dude i think they were just making fun of themselves to make fun of themselves but they're not going to change. Come on, man. Exactly. So it's all fake then. So the movie in and of itself is what all of us should do, but they don't need to. I, dude, I, maybe, dude. I, uh, I, I see what you're getting at, Matt, but I, I, I think perhaps you're delving too far into what they were going for. I think they were just going for to make fun of some, some, the corporation. Dude, but this is what the whole movie is. Like, I I understand that men are evil and that we uh, shouldn't be in power and we should take over and, you know, uh, we shouldn't take over and the Barbie should rule everything in their world because everything was perfect and fine and safe there, you know, and the men were just kind of their side pieces, but they didn't have any romantic interest in any of the men anyways. So, like, what's the point of even having Ken's then? I don't know, dude. To have some cool, uh, like, beach scenes and, like, have the Ken's, like, trying to show off for the Barbies. I, I, you but know, why? The, they are not uh, going to get anywhere with them. Um. Well, you know, because that's that's what people do. They just keep trying, even if they... People, but not Ken's. Oh, Okay, well, what about Alan? Alan is clearly uh, supposed to be the um, the 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 man that sympathizes with everything, and goes along with everything the Barbies say, and that's why there was only ever one Alan. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, dude, I I don't know. I don't have good answers for you, man. I just had a good time with this movie. I, I know I'm tearing it apart, Mike, but this is, these are the plot devices and the holes that I'm seeing. Like one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing was the end when they have like the giant Ken battle on the beach. That shit was hilarious. Like they didn't have any <laughs> weapons. They didn't have nothing. And they're fighting <laughs> like how, like that was great. That was funny. Like, give me more of that shit. Stop trying to tell me how to think. Stop trying to tell everyone that's going to see this how to think and just have a fun fucking movie. Just make it fun. 
it was mostly fun until they start trying to sell, tell you shit and say shit. Like, I understand, you know, they're, this is what I don't get. Like they're really in your face about stuff. So they're like, yeah, men are bad and this is bad. And the patriarchy is bad and all that. And it's just like in your face, like hardcore in your face, but they don't do anything subtle, but it's so in your face. It's off putting. It was definitely in your face for sure. It's, it's almost like a joke. Like it's so in your face. Like, so do you really believe this or do you not? Yeah. No, no. It, it was it was in your face for sure. You just don't like talking about this stuff, Mike, because you don't want to get in trouble. No, no. It's just, it, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think I saw it the same way. I, I saw it as a kind of a, from a woman's point of view, like how the world is, um, and I, I don't know, just just a different look at the world and pointing out some of the way that things are and kind of how messed up certain things are about uh, the way society looks at women and 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 does things. So I I don't know, just kind of pointing that stuff out. Yes, I I agree with that, but. They they try. This is a movie that, well, it's not really intended for kids. Kids actually probably shouldn't be watching this at all. But um, so Mike, like, right off the bat, Barbie goes into the real world and gets her ass slapped right off the bat by some stranger going down the boardwalk. Mike, oh, yeah. does your wife get her ass slapped going down the boardwalk? Has she ever had her ass slapped going down the boardwalk? Ever? Well, I I don't think she she doesn't get a lot of boardwalk time. So you, I don't you know what I mean, Mike. You know what I mean. I mean they they make. Have I? Am I saying that women don't get their ass slapped? No, I'm not saying that. But to make it like be like, oh look, she just came into this world, and right off the bat, there someone's trying to grab her. I'm not saying that shit doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen like blatantly like that. It's not like oh right off the bat. It's usually well, at least well, not man. from my experiences, not from what I've seen. Well, well, Matt, when you're Margot Again, I'm Robbie, not a woman. yeah. When you're Margot Robbie, it probably happens every day. Yeah, but she also probably doesn't walk up and down the boardwalk alone either. <laughs> no, but like if she did, I don't know, dude. I would love to see Margot Robbie do that and and watch how quick someone gets put on their ass because I don't think she's a strong woman. I don't think she would just sit there. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying she would either, but I'm, I, I, I don't know, man. Yes, that was a little. I mean, you got to move the movie along, so it was just trying to set up kind of how the rest of her real world experience is going to go. Yeah, well, the whole point of it, they were they were trying to set up, you know, oh look, the men are the construction workers. That's why they're catcalling. You know, uh, you look attractive they're gonna take advantage of you but they do it in all like this short quick time span and try and just i don't know mike I, clearly i saw a different movie than you did yeah um but matt what do you what do you think about the scenes at the high school when the girls just ripped her apart yeah that's another one that's another stereotype that's all kind of stuff you know that's like um like the hate that's spewed on like social media you know and that's that's 100% true for sure. And the women are usually the ones that do it to each other. Yeah. Yeah, I have 
I've experienced some of that in my life. I don't the social social media hating. No, 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 not that. Uh, just uh, I worked in a very uh, woman environment uh, for a little bit, and uh, they all just got mad at each other for really dumb stuff all the time, and I couldn't understand why. Yeah, and you don't see any of that going on in the Barbie world, though. It's the perfect harmony. That's true. It was the perfect harmony. But, you know, Matt, it it was a movie. That's true. And I th- the Barbie world, the Barbie land stuff, I thought that was the best. The The sets were great. Um, the production was great. The painting, the, I mean, everything. I think that was probably the best part of the movie was when we were in Barbie land. Yeah, Barbie land was well done. Yeah, and then the journeying to and from the real world. I mean, that shit was fun. It was funny. Yeah. It rem- it reminded me of Elf, kind of. <laughs> Actually, it, it kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, it, it was. I don't know, man. I feel like it brought up a lot of things, and yeah, I feel like the movie was there to just start conversations and 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 get people thinking, other people um, about stuff and. I don't know. I feel so like you that. think it was to start conversations, not put the conversation in your face? Because I feel like it was to put the conversation in your face and that I'm wrong because I'm a man. No, I, I didn't get that. I didn't get that from it. I don't know. Maybe I, I maybe I didn't. I need to give up my man card. I don't think I have one, but if I did, I I probably have to give it up. I don't know about that, Mike. I'm just I'm just saying. You know, I mean. Ma Hinshaw will talk about it, you know, but even my mom thought it was offensive. I'll be honest. Even my mom thought it was offensive. She didn't like it. Okay. All right. My younger sister saw it and she didn't like it either. Okay. So I, it's interesting because uh, I, it, I guess this is the best way to put this. Um, is that this movie is very divisive. I haven't run across anyone that's kind of like, eh, it was okay. I would probably put myself in the okay department. Um, everyone I've talked to or heard about or chatted with, like Lisa, Lisa, the radio host uh, that I'm on Fridays, she loved it. She thought it was incredible. She thought it was a great film. She gave it four out of five. She loved it. Um, there's a lot of people that are really loving it, and I just don't see it. But also, I see a lot of hate. I don't really see a lot of people in the middle. And I'm going to be the weirdo, and I'm going to be kind of in the middle. Okay. All right. You be in the middle, you weirdo. Well, there's a lot of things I really liked, and there's a lot of things I really didn't. So that's where I'm in the middle. Okay. All right. I liked Ryan Gosling and, and Margot Robbie. I thought they did great. In their roles, yeah. like like you'd said earlier, like I I think they killed it as as Barbie and Ken, like they were they were awesome. I, I really liked their their portrayals of of their characters. Yeah, the the chemistry between them was fantastic. Um, their acting was very good. Both did a really good job. I mean, I Margot Robbie standing on her tippy toes for a lot of it because that's how Barbie's foot was formed was great. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, Mike, but when she's in Barbie land, uh, she doesn't blink. Oh when my she's in gosh. the real world, she blinks. No, I didn't notice Little that. Little stuff oh like that. Like it, I mean, that's dedication, dude. dude that's, that's pretty hardcore. Dedi- that, 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 like, imagine how many takes they're like, oh, you blink. 
God damn it. Uh, I think she I think she did it as a creative choice on her own. I don't know if they made her do that. Yeah, but I I mean, I'm sure there was takes where she's like, I blinked. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. But okay. One of the things I mean, and Ken is like all about the bro culture, which is atrocious, but it's funny in this. Um the uh what's the name of his house? The the Casa Oh, what was it, dude? Dojo, like, something Dojo Wolf. Was there like a wolf in there? Like White Wolf? I don't I, know, I, dude. I don't, I don't know, but the name of his house was amazing. And then how they all are sitting around a fire playing their guitars, singing, you know, the same fucking song. Oh, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> Just like the, the whole bro culture thing, like they killed it. Like they, they encapsulated it big time. Yeah, no that 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 was a funny scene when they were all just <laughs> going around. I mean, there's there's great great scenes in here. There's good writing in here. It's just it's muddled. It's muddled for me, you know. All right, all right. I'm still trying to figure out how he got the Hummer into uh, Barbie Land because they didn't have Hummers, but he got one. Yeah, and wasn't that the electric, the new electric? Oh helmet? yeah, dude. This was a so this was definitely an advertisement for Barbie and Chevy. <laughs> and I'm like, Chevy, yeah. <laughs> GM making a comeback. Every single car was GM. You know, she had her Corvette, they had the Hummer. I mean, they had all the all the Chevy cars. Well, I, I guess I mean I think Barbie did have a Corvette and all that, so she did yeah and i think they probably went to chevy or gm and said hey uh you want to help us out some more give us some money and cars i i don't have a problem with it i'm a gm person mike i have no problem the ford people and the dodge people might but i don't okay hearing well uh Man, I, I, I think I think it's time to, to give our ratings, dude. To give our ratings or for you to tell our lovely three listeners uh what we're reviewing next week, Mike. Um well for next week we're gonna start uh reviewing or we're gonna review the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the new one. Yeah. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. So it's yeah. almost almost as long as mission impossible dead reckoning part one oh, almost no as way. long <laughs> for an animated movie again uh an animated movie what yeah if for an animated movie it's it's that long yeah Jeez. teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem so it's it's the second longest title of movies we've reviewed this year i believe all right all right so, Mike, you can shorten it. Just call it TMNT Mutant Mayhem. How's that? All right. TMNT Mutant Mayhem. I, uh, Dude, I'm trying to figure out, though. I mean, it's 2023, and we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Barbie, Mission Impossible. I mean, fuck, dude. What happened to my childhood? It just won't go away. <laughs> it's back, dude. <laughs> so I think what happened is we are now at the age where uh nostalgia and and we ac- according to the world have have money to spend and and they're looking for it 
yeah, they're and they're getting it. They're getting it. But what I like is, you know, who wrote this was uh, uh, two big, really big names, Mike. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah the the comedic duo that has brought us a lot of really great funny movies. Yeah, Evan Goldberg is Seth Rogen's like best friend. So, and he's written a lot of Seth Rogen's movies with Seth Rogen. Sometimes without him, but a lot of times with him. But anyways, Mike, I, I'm excited for this one. It's another animated film. I like the uh, animation style. Uh, we'll see how it does on the big screen. So, uh, okay, fine. I will stop because I know you're yawning again. You need to go nine-nine. Mikey nine-nine. Um, how many reels do you give Barbie, Mike? I'm going to give Barbie a three and a half reels out of five because I had a great time with this movie. And you only gave it three and a half. Yeah. But you had a great time. That's that's mediocre, Mike. Three and a half is a C plus. Three and a half is a good time for Mike. Okay, Mike. Well, I had a okay time. <laughs> and an okay time for Matt is two and a half. Uh, okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> I like that you followed up with okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Here, do your thing so you can go to bed. Jesus. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on the socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebooks. And uh, we'll catch you on the next pod. Uh, and also enter in uh, for our giveaway from Fandango. Uh, just email Mike at realfilmnerds.com. Your favorite favorite. Uh, movie viewing establishment is that how you put it matt well theater i mean you know there's some fancy ass theaters out there like there's you know the chinese theater in hollywood it's a famous theater okay. we have the yeah. cine capri in phoenix you know it could be a fancy theater like that or you can just be like oh it's your favorite amc down the street you know fountain hills amc 1976 or however many screens they have i don't know or what, Maybe, what is that one called? Uh, the uh, Draft House? Alamo, uh, Draft, Alamo House? Draft House? Yeah, dude. They had shut down the ones in Phoenix, which sucks. I love Alamo, Alamo Draft House. I never got to see a movie here, though. So I'm going to have to go to... Uh, um, oh, shit. Where is it? It's not uh, San Antonio. Um, uh, Austin? Austin. Yeah, Austin is where the original is. So I'm going to have to go to Austin and watch a movie. Hey, maybe that's what I'll do. That'll be fun. But uh, yeah, yeah Almo Draft House, beers and movies. Yeah, Matt, what you can do is you can fly to Austin and you can work there while you're on vacation and maybe you can get like 10 minutes to go watch some of the movie. Dude, I went and saw Barbie when I was on vacation. That was a really nice theater. Really nice theater. How much did it cost, dude? Was it expensive? It was uh, 40 bucks plus a uh, drink. Two drinks and two candies for me and my mom. So it was 40 bucks. Oh, 40 bucks to get in? No, that was everything. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Two drinks, yeah, two not, candies, and two tickets was 40 bucks. Okay. That's not terrible. No, I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, they had, uh, I didn't see it, but uh, my brother in law went and saw it. They had a 70 millimeter showing of uh, Oppenheimer. So we went to that. Oh, wow. Nice, dude. That was a nice theater. 
Yeah, I think I might try and go to the one at Arizona Mills since they extended it. Oh, cool. Yeah, next time I'm down in Phoenix, maybe I'll go do that. Anyways, do your thing. So uh, I already said thanks for listening, everybody. So I guess uh, with that, I'll just let everyone go. Uh, Make sure to go out there and watch one of these movies. Barbie Oppenheimer. um, Haunted Mansion. You know, whatever. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Welcome, everyone, to Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies. Number 24, Barbie. Hi, Matt. Well, Ma, why did you, you say Barbie like it was a horror movie? <laughs> Barbie. Well, maybe it was. was I don't, no, it was, it was pretty. Except they didn't have enough really pretty fancy dresses. But other than that, it was fine. Okay. Okay, so this week... Uh, since Ma Hinshaw isn't going to introduce it or do her thing like she normally does. Uh, welcome, listeners. Hello, Ma Hinshaw. Episode number 24. 34? 24. 24. Ma Hinshaw loses her cookies, episode 24. Uh, I can't see Ma Hinshaw. She can't see me. She's in Phoenix. I am in my home. So uh, half of us are home, half of us are not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Well, we know you haven't been in your in your mental home for years. Oh, that's true. There you go. Yep. So, Ma, you saw Barbie twice. Why did you see it twice? Is it that good of a movie? Do you love it? Is it the best movie you've ever seen? Because I saw it once and I didn't think it was super hot. No. I went to it the second time. I wanted to see if I missed some stuff that... Uh, some people said was there and I guess I missed it again. <laughs> I don't know. Oh gosh. But anyway, so what don't you know? Please explain. Elaborate Ma Hinshaw. There was a Barbie doll. I think that had red hair and I didn't see her. And I tried to look around and I couldn't see her and I give up. So I didn't even try. Okay. <laughs> no third time. I'm not. Okay, so you just went to try and see a red-haired Barbie doll, that's it? That's the only reason you went for a second time? Not because it was the best movie you've ever seen? Oh, oh no, no. I mean, it was Tell me about the movie. It had good good points about it, but um, it wasn't real terribly interesting. But then people who have were raised with Barbie dolls, and every I, everyone I have heard, they love seeing the how Barbie, you know, pretend drank out of glasses, and you know, uh, her feet were on tippy toe like all Barbies were. I thought it was kind of sad that just because she got real feet, you know, they were like ew. That was interesting. 
uh, was beautiful. I mean, very pretty. You know, Barbie house was pretty and everything. But it was just kind of different, you know. Um, I don't know. It just, I, and I know it has a very good message about women uh, being accepted and um, being not just being stereotyped as blonde, beautiful, because I was always upset because I had a daughter who was not a blonde. I had one that was, but I had one that wasn't. And for a while there, they didn't make any brunette Barbies. And after a while, they did change, and they made Barbies with different hair colors. But girls, little girls really related to it. And But I don't know if I think that was that great, really, you know? And well, I why thought, wasn't a good movie then? You said it's it's great, but it's not great. So please explain. Well, it, it's I don't know. I guess maybe the story was a little slow or something. I mean, it was fun. The the sets of you know when they're driving the pink car and then they go through the water and the Barbie boat and the Barbie you know, van and all that stuff was fun. That was cute. And it reminds everyone who had Barbies that that's, you know, they liked it. They loved it. But the plot itself where she's looking for a girl who beat her up at her, the doll image uh, was kind of a stretch, I think. And I don't know. And, uh, yeah, but it, it, and uh, I, the part with the owners of Mattel and, and Will Ferrell and all that was very interesting. Because so you thought the board members were a good part of the film. I thought they should have been removed completely. I don't think they added it was anything to it. Kind of, well, no, not really. But it kind of showed how I think they did Barbie stuff down the line some to just sell Barbie stuff. But isn't that what businesses do? They want to sell their goods, right? And so that's what they do. And then uh, I always, I hated the image of Barbie because I never was one that looked like that, you know? But anyway, and um, let me think. And the, the Ken dolls, I liked um, Ryan. He was he was good, but I thought it was a good point that the guys should accept themselves for what they are and what they like, and you know uh, that part of it was good because Ken was always like, "Oh well, I'm just Barbies." you know, friend or whatever. And uh, I thought that was... Just say what it was, Mom. Ken is Barbie's bitch. Well, I wasn't going to use that word. Either. Yeah, right. You know it. You were going to. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, anyhow, I just want a pink Barbie car. That's what I want. It's so cute. Anyway. And then... 
I just think this movie is Owen oh, Rhea Perlman as the inventor of the Barbie was really interesting. She did a good job. And I was like, who is that? And then oh, it's Rhea. I haven't seen her in years. And I thought it was neat that she was in it. But on average, that I, just the plot was very uh, dull. I thought it was dull. And a lot of people are going to really disagree with me because they love it. And I think they're going to start a Barbie cult or something where they all wear shocking pink and white skirts with crinolines. I bet they do. You know? So what did you think? So why are they going to start a cult? So they can worship Barbie or what? Explain. Elaborate. Under, please explain your thinking behind this process, Mother. Why do you like cults so much? Well, the thing is, I, I was sitting having a Starbucks, and all these ladies were going to the movie, and they all dressed like Barbie. And I mean, I, I was like, and oh, they were so excited to go to the movie. There was like seven of them, I think. And then, oh, they said hi to me and my granddaughter and stuff. And they looked like her. They just dressed like her. And I think that might be something that will come out of this movie for a while, maybe. I don't know. So, question. So, do you think that people that dress up for Comic-Con as their favorite characters or dress up for Star Wars stuff as their favorite characters that they're in a cult, too? Well, maybe I wouldn't call it a cult. What would I call it? A group? I don't know. You're the one that said they're starting the cult of Barbie. Well, um, no, they're not. The people who like to dress up. No, no, I wouldn't say that. But I just think they're going to have, like, one friend of ours went to a Barbie birthday party, and they're grown-up people, you know. No, I think for a while, maybe, women are going to be kind of doing that, you know, because it's fun. And they all talk about the clothing that Barbie wore. And, uh, yes, I, I had one bone to pick. I wanted her to wear the blue exercise outfit with the ankle warmers, but she didn't. Oh, well, that's okay. I still just don't understand why you think it's going to be a cult just because they all wear pink. Well, I don't know, but I've seen several groups of women going to this movie and just really, you know, excited about and dressing in the bright pink stuff. Uh, I'm probably wrong. I'm you just know. asking. I want you to explain why. I didn't say I you're think... wrong. I want you to defend your answer, mom, that's all I'm trying to get you to do. And you just lay down and say, oh, I'm wrong. No, I want you to explain why you think it's doing what it's doing. Because people go to Harry Potter dressed in Harry Potter stuff. People go to Star Wars movies dressed as stormtroopers. So that means they're in a cult. Because if you say that no, people are going not. to the Barbie movie and they're wearing pink, they're in a cult. Please explain. Tell me how it's a cult. No, okay, it's not a cult. I don't know the word that I can use, but I think for a while there are going to be groups of women who get together 
you know, and are dressed like Barbie or whatever. And I think that's true that came out of this movie. And that's all I'm saying. You don't think people have had the level of fandom before this for Barbie to dress like Barbie before now? No. I would say that they have, just not at the level that uh, the movie is brought out. How's that? There. That's true. That's See, what I think. Was that so hard to say than saying it's a it's a cult? Okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I mean, I have never. Well, maybe if I'd gone to a Star Wars, I might have seen someone dressed up in a Star Wars costume, but I never saw groups of seven or eight or however many. I didn't count some of then- them. You obviously have not been to many Star Wars movies then on opening night. Oh, heavens no. Well, then that would do it because every single time I went opening night to a Star Wars film, there's at least a dozen people, if not more, dressed up as something from Star Wars because it's called fandom. It's called being a fan, being a geek, being a lover of said product, said intellectual property, said stories. Well, then, this is a Barbie fandom. That's what it is. And I have yeah, to find a pink of shirt. Where's my pink shirt in a size 5X? <laughs> Why? So now you're going to all of a sudden decide to do Barbie fandom? You know you could have done it before you went to the movie. Oh, I know, but I've not really. <laughs> no, because she was not. Okay. I would get angry because the only sexy, cool women were the ones that were blonde with big boobs and skinny bodies, just like Barbie. And I was in college and I wasn't blonde. I had a good figure, but I was a brunette and us brunettes were like, oh, so your opinion of this movie is jaded based on your childhood experiences. Uh, towards the Barbie doll, even though the Barbie dolls now are in all shapes, sizes, colors, races, creeds, jobs, and everything. I think now is wonderful. I think it's great. Well, mom, it's been like that since I was a kid. You do know they had black Barbies in the eighties. I know they did. I think Heather got one of the very first ones. Well, then why are you being so jaded against them now? It's 40 years later. Well, because I was before they had Brack Barbies, I guess. Oh, Lord. You know, I wanted to. Why does does your podcast always devolve into some. Mom, (laughs) I think you're the (laughs) reason why nobody. I think you're the reason nobody's listening to the podcast. I mean, seriously, I, I was looking at the numbers, not to keep rambling, but I was looking at the numbers. So far, 2023 is our worst year yet. Oh, well, then take me off because I'm ruining you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, tell me what to do. Tell me how to get people to listen to the podcast, Ma. I don't know. I have no idea. It's so fascinating, but, well, anyway. Well, then talk about things that are fascinating. Why was this movie good to you, or why was this movie crap to you? Talk about that. Don't talk about, oh, well, when I was in college 50, 60 years ago, 
Oh, yeah. Now you're putting it on. You're, uh, the Barbies were only blonde, and I hate blonde Barbies. And now you hate the movie because they're all because of blonde Barbies from 60 years ago. You know, the directors, the writers, the producers, and the actors in this film weren't even alive then. That's true. Women power. Women power. You can do anything, right? I think that's what the movie told everyone. Absolutely. Okay, so does that make it good, bad, or please explain why you do like or don't like this movie. I don't know why. I liked it, but I wasn't thrilled with it. I thought it was cute, pretty, cute, fun. Dances that the guys did. That was cool. Um, but it just, the plot to me was kind of uh, not real exciting. That's all I'm saying. What was I not exciting it. about the story? She goes and looks for the girl who beat up her Barbie doll and then, you know, finds the girl. And then the girl gets fixed up and everything is fine and she goes to barbie land and all and you know i don't know it's she just, doesn't go to the real world to figure out who beat up her barbie doll she is the barbie well oh Margot yeah okay. robbie is the barbie and she's trying to figure out why she's turning into a normal person and having feelings and it is because the original owner of said barbie if you were paying attention, is coming yeah. up with new ideas for new Barbies, like normal Barbie and manic depressive Barbie. Oh, you must have slept okay. through that part twice, I guess. Oh, no. No, well, I mean, and her bosses, they didn't want it, did they? She normal was doing Barbie. it on her own time on her bench. Right. right. Yeah. Her bosses yeah. didn't know about it. No. That's true. But I mean it just it was pretty. That's all I I kinda and yeah, it's about women power. So you, power. you didn't like the plot of the movie even though you got the plot of the movie wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, I give up. Come on now. <laughs> I quit. Mom, I'm trying to sit here and have a conversation with you about a movie and I were you were you drinking? No, I think I fell asleep a couple of times, so I was tired. <laughs> well, I can't help it. I'm old, you know. We know you're old, and what? Just talk about the movie, or are you done talking about the movie? It's already over twenty minutes. Well, okay. And I thought it was great that the guys realized that they could just be who they are. There. No, they weren't. No, but didn't they at the end that they said, okay, I'll be who I am? Yeah, be just Ken. Right. Well, that's true. That doesn't. <laughs> okay. I think I'm done. <laughs> no. Did, did, seriously, did you just sleep through the whole thing? No, I didn't. I mean, did you realize that, you know, they had their Barbie superior court and their Congress and all that stuff, and the Kens were not allowed in any of it, even at the end? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And they said, no, no, you you just need to be Ken. You don't need to be Ken and Barbie. You don't need to be Barbie and Ken. You're just Ken. Right. 
But doesn't that say that you are who you are? And I'm not wrong there, right? You are who you are or learn to live without someone else. Which one is it saying? Oh, probably learn to live to be completely alone and not rely on someone else. Well, no, I, I tell it more as you just be you, you don't have to be Barbie's boyfriend or whatever. You can be just you, but I may, I may very well be wrong there. Okay. Well, mom, it's a movie. It is a form of art. Yes, it is. You interpret it as you interpret it. Mm-hmm. We've had that discussion before on this. That's why yeah, people don't well, listen to the podcast anymore. Oh, gee, will curse. I'm sorry. Anyway, well, I'm just trying to get you to defend and explain your stance on things. And you're, I don't know why this is always so hard for you. And we sit here and yell at each other for 20 minutes. But I just said it was okay, but it wasn't thrilling to me. That's what I felt. And, and I mean, that's just what I felt. Okay. So it was just okay. It wasn't thrilling to you. Why? Because the plot that you got completely wrong. Yep. Was it great (laughs) for you? Well, shit, you got it completely wrong. Well, yeah, but that's still, I don't know. I think. The more could have been done or something. I don't know. It just just wasn't real interesting to me. But I know the world loves it, and and it has a lot of good messages and all that. But uh, I just it was kind of well to me. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get shot. Why are you going to get shot? Because most people thought it was fantastic. Well, you know, if you listen to my part of the podcast, if you're going to get shot, I'm going to get shot because I argued about how I think it was just all, you know, propaganda. Yeah. And I agree with that. And the big bad Mattel guys, you know, and all that. So anyway. Well, but you know who made the movie, right? No, I don't. Mattel. Oh, Barbie geez. is a product owned by Mattel. And Mattel made the movie. Oh, Did for goodness. Did you sleep through the opening credits, too, that had the giant Mattel yes, logo? Yes, I saw that. That's why I it was there, that. because they're one of the production companies. Oh, I thought it was just a decoration for the beginning of the movie. Oh, well, wake up and live. There you go. Oh my heavens! Maybe they're not again, listeners. I apologize for yet another (laughs) riveting "My Hitchhiker Loses Her Cookies" episode. Dear, oh dear, dear, dear. Oh well, I wish they would have had a kitchen scene with the little bitty dishes. Mom, they had one. You remember she poured coffee and made breakfast and didn't eat or drink anything. Well, I know because did you sleep through don't. that too? Oh no, Lord! I, no, no, I didn't. But you know, Heather had sundry different tables to put the dishes on, and they were pink. Anyway, so there. Okay, 
maybe she she paid attention to the movie when she saw it, but knowing her, she probably slept through the damn thing too. (laughs) Maybe so. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, folks, if you love pink and you love Barbie, go see it and all that. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give it after much rethinking. No, no, you can't change your score. You already gave it to Lisa on Friday. Two and a half. There you go. No, you gave it a three. Oh, I gave it a three. Okay. I'll give it a three there. I thought I gave it two and a half. Well, three. Okay. So now, now folks, you know why we call him mysterious Mike talent, because (laughs) it's a lot more talent than my talent. You've got a lot more talent. That's true. (laughs) Oh, well, I just ask you simple questions and you, uh. so well, for those okay. of you who don't know, my mom was in college in the sixties. So that should explain it all. <laughs> and it does really. <laughs> she loved drugs. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Ugh. Not a bit. Okay. Then how come you don't remember the movie that you just saw twice? I'm old. <laughs> and you did a lot of drugs. No, I fell asleep probably. <laughs> the biggest part of it. From other drugs. No. Well, I now that I'm, you know, taking medications for my sore leg, yeah, but not not. Well, then. you weren't taking them then and you still fell asleep. I know I did. I was tired. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, Lord. Go see I'm the sorry, movie all, if you I'm like sorry to pink. all of you. I'm sorry to every single one of you listeners. I I will. I don't know what to do to fix this. I've tried many times. I've tried many times. I, I maybe I need to do a test pod and then do the real recording afterwards. I don't know. Well, go Ryan did some good dancing and singing and Margot was awesome as Barbie. Well, it would have been great if you would have said all those things 28 minutes ago. Well, oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, go see it. It's entertaining. It's just not world shaking. There you go. Okay. Three cookies. Three cookies. Thank the Lord. It's over. Oh, it's over. Come on. (laughs) Next week, we're going to watch. Another movie that I'm sure you're going to fall asleep. Oh, dear. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Are you excited for another animated film? Oh, am I excited? I mean, uh, I just gave away all of my grandkids' Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And I did see the original movie. And maybe I'll remember some of it but <laughs> we'll see how this one turns out okay? okay okay so the original movie as in the original animated movie or the original live action film from when i was a child because there's been several teenage mutant ninja turtle movies hence the reason why it's called teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem because it's trying to say that it is differentiating itself from the other films oh really I think I saw it animated, or at least I remember the animated more, I believe. Yeah. But who knows, you know. 
in my brain who knows <laughs> i swear to god i've died and i've gone to hell and this is my life now well mom will meet you down there so okay love you <laughs> did you just call yourself mom for once instead of grandma wow uh-oh i'm ma henshaw yes but you always call yourself grandma you don't call yourself mom well that's because i'm with my precious granddaughter okay you do that that's when all. you're at home alone <laughs> i know i do i know i do <laughs> and she's please end this podcast all right why don't you end it <laughs> i've got the giggles i can't end this i can say bye that's all i can say Okay, well, thanks everybody for listening. I'm no, actually, I'm sorry everybody for listening. Um, I, I I don't know what to do. I've tried, I've tried, and I've tried. Twenty four episodes in, it just devolves worse and worse. So if you're not listening to this, I don't blame you. But uh, if you are, I guess thanks. Next week, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, another film that Ma Hinshaw will fall asleep through and not understand and get the plot completely wrong. So, uh, yeah, we will chat at you next week. Bye.